This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Week in Review for March 4th, 2011. In a featured interview this week, Terrell Herzig, Information Security Officer at UAB Medicine, pinpoints frequently overlooked breach prevention steps. Although many organizations are using encryption to protect data on mobile devices, they're often overlooking many other important ways to prevent health information breaches, Herzig says. Those include encrypting information on USB drives, CDs, and DVDs, properly disposing of media such as hard drives or backup tapes, using two-factor authentication to control access to protected health information, making sure that companies hired to shred documents keep the material secure every step of the way, and using data loss prevention software to generate reports on how patient data can be exposed, such as through misuse of email. Here's a clip from that interview. We had uh, spent several years with one particular trading company, and and it came up time for renewal of our contracts. We had a competitor come in at at a lower price that we had not done business with before, so through the contracting process, we worked with them to specify the certain controls we wanted. You know, we had the option, for example, to allow our vendor to remove the material from site and truck it to a a secure disposal facility and take care of it, you know, out of state. And uh, risk management people you know, along with us decided that it would be better to have it shredded on site. So we had some idea that, you know, the work was adequately being shredded and things like that. And then uh, through an actual audit of the the vendor once they were on site fulfilling the contract, we discovered that uh, in actuality they were leaving a lot of the material insecure in an unsecure location to uh, kind of pre-stage it before they were shredding it. And uh, this was a fully public area so of course we we had to go back to them and say no guys you need to bring it out and shred it on site at the point of collection just like you uh, you had committed to in the contract and and that was a small bump we got that worked out but it's a case in point you really got to go out and look at you know audit these controls every every one of your controls to make sure they are operational and effective i'll be back after a short break to tell you about the rest of our weekly review Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the healthcareinfosecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit healthcareinfosecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. In this week's featured blog, I note that two recent high-profile announcements of penalties for HIPAA privacy rule violations came as good news for those of us who've been waiting for enforcement efforts to ramp up. These two new HIPAA cases, and perhaps others to come, could be powerful compliance catalysts. Clearly, the time has come to make sure your organization is taking all the necessary steps to be fully HIPAA compliant. That includes educating your staff about your privacy policies, conducting a comprehensive risk assessment, and taking steps to mitigate those risks. Unfortunately, an important component of the HIPAA enforcement strategy, as mandated by the HITECH Act, is still stalled. Adam Green of the HHS Office for Civil Rights recently said the office is still studying its strategic options for a HIPAA compliance audit program. 
Green also reiterated that the final version of rules to modify the HIPAA privacy, security, and enforcement rules will be issued at the same time as a final version of the breach notification rule. But again, he wouldn't say when those rules would be unveiled. Nevertheless, the two recent high-profile HIPAA cases make one thing clear. Federal officials aren't letting the pending regulations and audits stop them from moving ahead with enforcement. In another featured interview, healthcare IT consultant Patricia Dodgen says physicians implementing electronic health records should consider cloud computing as a way to improve security. The software-as-a-service model of cloud computing provides more security for electronic health records than most smaller physician practices can afford to implement with a locally hosted system, says Dodgen, CEO at the consulting firm Helix. Here's a clip from that interview. I think uh, the biggest one is looking very hard at software as a service as, a, as an approach as opposed to having a server with the software mounted directly operating in their office. Uh, when they go with the hosted solution, they are able to access a level of security that most practices, even large medical practices, can't actually afford to have in place. Uh, some of the vendors have software as a service um, hosted solution options that are actually hosted in data centers that are SAS 70 compliant. So they, these are behind firewalls that are um, you know, acceptable for uh, military intelligence purposes. Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.